December 5th, 2020, and boy, oh boy, the end of the year is so close, just a few more weeks until the holiday season, and after that, we ring in the new year, so guys, it has been a crazy ride, and I'm just here to just talk about the gift that keeps on giving since we're talking about the holiday season, and it is the hypocrisy, and who loves hypocrisy more than our politicians and leaders, quote-unquote, because I don't know who they're leading. Well, they're leading the sheeple. But anyways, we're going to talk about some of many instances of our leaders and uh, political figures showing their ass and being hypocritical at every turn. And, of course, Instead of taking the L, they're not going to take the L, Ruben. Come on. like You already know. They will make the rules. They'll tell us you cannot you cannot assemble because then you'll be deemed a quote-unquote super spreader event. You can't hang out with your family. You cannot do this, that, the other. But they're exempt. And, again, rules for thee but not for me. They tell you what to do, but they don't follow their own edicts. And they just love showing their asses. And then when they get caught, no, mm-mm, wasn't the case. That wasn't me. Or I was set up. Or it was irresponsible. Of course, because you got caught. So you feel some type of way because you thought people aren't paying attention. But yeah, we're going to get into that today. And guys, really appreciate you guys. Uh, downloading, listening to, well, this episode when it becomes available and all the other past works that I've done and my works where you can find my works at one place and it's a website, rubenprimetv.com. Again, that is rubenprimetv.com. That is R-U-B-E-N-P-R- I M E T V dot com. And yeah, I've been slowly but surely um, just updating the site because a lot of that, uh, yes, like I've been slowly but surely getting everything uh, for the website updated and kind of, well, we're already in the modern age, but just kind of just fixing and getting rid of everything that doesn't need to be there and i got a new logo yes i got a new logo it's looked good and got some good feedback from it so i'm really happy how it turned out so yeah um 
roomprimetv.com. Check out everything regarding my website and to listen to the podcast. I'm on everything. I'm on Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, wherever, iHeartRadio. And again, pick your poison. So I'm on all major podcasting platforms for, you know, you know, I know there's a lot of people who are into, you know, uh, tequila or they're into the vodka or they're into rum or, or, uh, whiskey, you know, uh, unless you, you drink, uh, Hennessy, which, you know, we don't just stop, <laughs> stop. You drink that like it's water. Uh, your pH levels aren't that, aren't that good. Anyways, <laughs> all that aside, um, I'm on every major podcasting platform, wherever you listen to your podcast at. So I'm there and also have a Twitch. I've been not as, as much lately, but I've been on Twitch, became affiliate recently, and you can catch me on there, uh, fairly soon trying to get back, you know, just get everything back in order slowly but surely but if you want follow me on there uh check out my my past broadcasts at twitch.tv slash room prime three yeah this little thing with threes but <laughs> you know i guess room prime was taken so i had to put you know a number there but yeah we're we're on twitch i'm like really happy with the past broadcasts that i've done on there I play retro games. I play a lot of Metroid and Metroidvania games and some of the new hits that come out. Not all of them because, you know, of course, I was unlucky to get a PS5. And, I mean, I mean, a lot of us are unlucky to get a weren't able to get a PS5. A lot of unlucky people, um, sad, disappointed, sitting on their computer desk just pondering about life because they didn't get a PS5. But don't worry. We'll get it in 2024. No worries. We just have to wait a few years. We'll get one. Um, by then, there'll be a pro and then an elite console. So you have to worry about that. But, yeah. Um, the shout-outs to those who did manage to get a PS5. And and or, because, you know, we know there's people out there big balling, uh, Xbox Series X. So shout outs to those guys and gals there. But yeah, shout outs time. Shout outs, shout outs. Um shout outs to I have Drew Yari from the Drew Yari show. Awesome dude. He's his podcast is based on wrestling, comic books, movies, and pop culture, no nerd culture. Really cool guy. Um, I've been on, on his podcast a few times and hopefully I'll be on his very soon. Fingers crossed, fingers crossed. And lastly, uh, shout outs to the crew out here in Brooklyn, the Fillmore Boys podcast. Shout outs from, shout outs to the boys out from Fillmore, Brooklyn, Fillmore, Brooklyn to be exact. Those guys are entertaining, so entertaining as hell. And... This is Room Prime seal of approval to go watch him and as well as Juriari. Those are my two stamps of approval. And I guess we can give another shout out. Shout out to the four kings. 
they are killing it on Twitter. Uh, on well, I should say Twitch, excuse me. <laughs> Same thing. Start with a T. What were you gonna do? Um, but yeah, shout outs to those guys. Uh, Cosmic Kaiser, Super Freak, Follow Your Dreams, and Rome himself. And speaking of Rome himself and uh, Cosmic and Super Freak, they've been on uh, past episodes of the of the podcast back when it was Room Prime TV. And we had our wrestling, our, our wrestling period, our wrestling boom, because, you know, people are talking about the wrestling boom. But we did have one on our podcast and we did a couple. So, yeah, hopefully we'll get get them guys back onto the podcast. It'll be cool to have Fala on, on the podcast. Um, we've been we've been trying to get together and, and do a podcast, but it's been rough. So at least uh, we'll try. We'll try. I want to, like make plans as I'm going. But yeah, shout outs to everyone that I get. Shout outs to awesome guys, uh, people, some of them I do know in real life. So shout outs to them. And yeah, let's go on to the podcast. Rules for D, but not for me. Because t- to me, it just, you know, encapsulates the double standardness, the, the, the hypocrisy of our dear politicians and they claim that they're they're doing things for our best interest that we don't want people to die that we they have to do these things <clears throat> excuse me that we have to do these things that we had to um put these uh measures in place and at the cost of people losing their livelihoods, their businesses, um, their lives, he's like, oh, you know, we we we, we got to make the hard choices. You you know that meme um, from Shrek. You know, some of us some of us may die, but that's a risk that I'm willing to take. You know that that meme because you know again Shrek a lot of Shrek SpongeBob very memeable, but it holds true because in this case. When I when I when I hear these things from these politicians, and of course, people are naive because they feel like they're doing the right thing. They feel like, hey, we're we're you know you know doing our best to protect the public. And yeah, like I feel like, of course, you gotta do what when what's necessary to protect those who are at risk, more at risk. So why do we lock down everything, everybody, when common sense, you know, I don't claim to be a infectious diseases expert or scientist, but there is common sense to almost everything. You can apply common sense to a lot of things. And I feel like when you apply common sense, that's when, oh, okay, now you see. So why... Why doesn't it make sense for people to, you know, for the at-risk people to be quarantined and then everyone else that's healthy, that's able to work, can go and work, have the business operate? I feel like at half capacity, you know, especially since people are sick and tired of being at home all the time. They're sick and tired of... um not being able to work, not, not not being able to 
uh, provide for themselves and for, you know, for their families. And kids, like, people don't take into consideration, hey, like, listen, like, these these kids, you know, the children, they have to grow. They have to be around other children. They have to experience being a kid and grow up in those years when they absorb the most amount of knowledge and, and just their awareness and and just learn about the world and learn about themselves. They can't learn about themselves. They can't learn about the world. They can't learn and be children if they're at home, you know. But, again, I would think that, hey, for the ones who are healthy, take precautions, you know, have things open up. But for the people who are susceptible, who have pre-existing conditions, underlying conditions, have them be quarantined, have them be, well, if, if they so choose, but the ones who are at risk, yeah, they, they need to be quarantined. But to, for everyone to be quarantined, for businesses to be shut down, and livelihoods destroyed, but yet, these politicians are out here partying. Um, let's actually go down the list. Let's see here. Let's go down the list here. And hopefully we're recording. Yes, we are recording. Hopefully we're recording. Let's see. Okay, we're recording. Just want to make sure. Let's see here. Okay, rules for thee, but not for me. Um, I'm reading this from thefederalist.com. Uh, rules for thee, but not for me. A rundown of lockdown leftists ignoring their own rules. So here we go. Your political leaders hate you and think you're special. Uh, headline by an article, Federalist uh, political editor uh, John Davidson this week, highlighting, and by the way, this was um, published on December the 3rd. Okay, so the headline, headline an article by the Federalist political editor John Davidson this week, highlighting the hypocrisy plaguing this year's liberal lockdowns. That about sums it up. For Months, left-wing liberals have fined, shamed, and arrested all those who all who dared reject their tyrannical orders, closing churches, schools, in the name of public health over a virus with a 99.98% survival rate. While defying their own edicts, many, including liberal Beltway reporters masquerading as journalists, even excused or participated in the mass social justice protests after condemning Trump rallies as um, homicidal super spreaders and God damn it. I'm sorry. I said the Lord's name in vain, but Jesus, and I did it again. I sound like Gordon Ramsay tr- trying not to curse and he's under fucking cursing. <laughs> damn it. But, whew. but this paragraph right here just sums up everything that you have. You know, Democratic leaders, mayors, uh, governors, most of the governors, like you've seen a lot of governors partying. There's a list we're, we're going to go down. We're going to go down. But all these uh, liberals, all these Democratic leaders, you know, everyone that's most are left leaning, they're not following their own rules. They're locking 
people down, telling them you can't have your business open, schools have to be closed, churches can't be open, they can have protests. You know, regardless of what side of the fence you are, again, you got to understand why is one rally deemed a homicidal super spreader, but another one is all. Oh, it's, it's, and I'm quoting this, that it's, uh, racism is a, is a national health crisis. This is during the BLM protests. And I'm like, whoa, that's okay, but yet, regardless if you're a fan of Trump or not, why is one okay and the other is not? Because there's, there's an agenda. There's a narrative that's trying to be pulled. So when it's BLM, when it's Biden's of, of victory, when he, you know his alleged victory, because of course everything has to be certified, everything has to be done through the Electoral College and all these lawsuits and all that. So we wait and see. But when Biden had his his uh, had his victory parade, so COVID took a time off when uh, Antifa and BLM when they were out just destroying and burning things down and looting. Uh, the Nike store, Foot Locker, Target, Walmart, all these places, eh, they were, COVID took, you know, it, it took a time now. I was like, oh, no, no, I got to take a time now. So it, it took a time, it took time off. But, of course, when you have, you know, Trump rallies, all oh, they're super spreaders. And I hate that term. I really do. That, that term just nauseates me because, it's just these, these these little cutesy terms or these like frightening like oh my god it's evil these oh, super spread all oh, these evil like these people don't care about grandma and I'm over here like again just like with you know my stance on certain words and you know, like the n word either everyone gets to say it or no one gets to say it you know, again, I'm all for freedom of speech and expression, but if it's that bad, or on one hand you hear people say, "Oh man, like you know, we we turn that negative into a positive," like that, that's that's what you know we hear from you know minorities, black, Hispanics. Oh, we we just turn a negative into a positive. So you know, when we say the N word, it means our, our brother, where is in term of endearment. But of course. When someone gets angry at you, they would spend that and say, oh, you know, oh, you, you, N-word, oh, you this. And again, I'm not saying it because I know where, where the word originates from. So I'm not going to say it just for, you know, the, just for that level of respect, you know, for black people. I don't say that word because I know where it comes from. And, you know, you say it, it's cool. I don't, you know, no gripes, but me personally, I'm not going to say it. But just in this context, it is people who say, oh, use that, spin that word around. And I mean, it's a term of endearment. But then when you get angry at someone, then it's it, it's a word just put people down. You know, it's a, it's a word of insult. And it's just weird that we have these these two different views on things. It's either... It's it's so far gone that the word shouldn't be offensive when people 
you know, non-black people, non-minorities, uh, Hispanics said, that's just my stance. You can disagree, cool, really, you know, really doesn't matter at the end of the day because people are going to still have these two conflicting views. It's okay to say it, but it's not okay to say it. And, you know, I don't know. But anyways, with these super spreader terms, and it, to me, it's just very, it's just hypocritical. Like this whole podcast is based on people's hypocrisy. And while we had to, while we had to close down our, our, our businesses and churches are closed down, schools are closed down, so kids can't have a proper education, they can't be around other children. No, they're closed down, but you can have, you can have a free 99, uh, you know, peaceful protests, you know, uh, you know, I don't know, they were called riots, but. You know, they will call peaceful, you know, peaceful protests. I mean, again, like it says here, your political leaders hate you and think you're stupid. That first line of text from from this article, it's true. And the same leaders that you elect, the same people that you put into office, they don't give a shit about you. You may think, oh, well, it's for the team. I'm, I'm putting, you know, we're putting these people in. You know, you know, we're putting these people in because we, we want to make the world better. But this, the fact of the matter is people are, they mean well for the most part. They, 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 they want things to get better. They want, but it all starts from home. You cannot depend on the same people who are beating you down and impressing you to make changes. It's just impossible. And it's just this, this constant struggle of people constantly being let down like they have these high expectations these high hopes about things and they get let down they get they they get let down majority of the time because it's from the same consciousness that the problem derived from that they're trying to get a solution out of it you cannot solve a problem with the same consciousness that you know it created from it's impossible so you cannot ask your oppressors for help. It's impossible. You're not going to get help. So let's see. Continuing on. This tweet here from Abigail um, Monroe. She says, hmm, Atacosta has no commentary on D.C. protests, but, but complain, but uh, complains about Michigan peaceful protests. Hmm. Very little from Jim Acosta. Very little social distancing. Not many masks were on inside a crowded airport hangar in Michigan for a Trump rally. And then his other tweet next to it: protesters, protesters marching past now closed um, museum. So again, rules for thee, not for me. If you're affiliated with a party or a person that we don't like, then what you're doing is killing people. But if it's the other party, another group, it's cool. It's fine. It's, it's gravy. And the hypocrisy, regardless of what political side you're on, things should be called down the middle. But of course, it's no longer about 
when it comes to politics now, it's all about clapback. It's no longer about, hey, you know, who who's the best person for the job? How are we going to get these? How are we going to work for the people to get things done? How are we going to make the system work for us? Nope, it's it's only about um, mudslinging. It's about double standard, hypocrisy, rules for thee, not for me. And just throwing empty accusations, um, just demonizing people is not about, again, it's all like politics have become the major clapback. It's the stage where people can just clap back. It's no longer about um, intellectual ideas. It's just a lot of bullshit. So ringing on. Two weeks to slow the spread, turn into wait until there's a vaccine, which could have been a lifetime. Now American uh, liberties have been forfeited to hungry power elitists are reluctant to give it back. So, and I'm going to read this, I'm going to read a little bit more of the article and I'm just going to go down to the people in question that have locked down their states, but are outside not, you know, following protocol. Again, rules for D, not for me. So remember, it was two weeks, oh, 14 days. We're going to lock down for 14 days starting um, March 14th, right? And then that two weeks started, it turned into three weeks, then a month, then two months, then three months. Then it's, oh, we got to wait until there's a vaccine. And now it's like, oh, even if we get a vaccine, it's, nothing will go back to normal. Like, you still got to wear a mask. You still got to socially distance. Um, and even with Biden, he mentioned that when he gets into office, once everything is certified, um, that he wants a national mass mandate for 100 days. 100 days. And then even 100 days isn't enough. Like, So, again, it's more of they just push they just push the control on you they push it while telling you oh it's, it's good it's good but then they're partying you know they're, they're, they're in there you know they're at restaurants their mansions partying up you know this christmas they're going to be under the mistletoe they're going to be chilling they're going to be having dinner while we're going to be stuck inside and and then when biden gets in office whoo it's it's gonna be madness because the same people is like, oh, we gotta we gotta have the lockdowns, we gotta have it. Like they're just trying to justify why lockdowns are good when we had one didn't work out. And then you put a you put the fact that we had these these riots and stuff because people part of it was because people were so pissed off about the fact that they. We're stuck inside. All this pent up anger and frustration. And then you have people taking advantage of that. Of the situation. And using a movement to just cause. You know mindless destruction. And then of course we bend the knee. To them so that way. They won't burn our shit down. But when you bend the knee. When you give in to these people. Then they won't leave you alone. It's like just like a bully. If you. Don't fight back. What's gonna happen is they're gonna keep they're gonna keep attacking you, they're gonna keep beating you up, they're gonna steal your lunch money, 
They're going to um, dunk your head into a, into a toilet. Hopefully, it's not not a one at a gas station because those those toilets are disgusting, you know. But regardless, they're going to keep doing that to you until you step up to them and you defend yourself. Something I used to tell my little bro when he used to get bullied. I used to tell him, listen, like, there's nothing wrong with fighting back. Just as long as you don't provoke the fight, you have every right to to defend yourself. Someone is, you know, you know, picking on you, they're attacking you, they won't leave you alone, you you punch the shit out of them. Because if you just cower to these people, they won't leave you alone. <clears throat> and that's the same thing here. These people won't leave us alone. They keep, oh, two weeks? No, one month, two months, three months, five months, and we're in December and we're still in lockdown. And they're talking about locking down more. And yeah, oh, no, so it's fine. It's okay. It's all good. You know, just while you guys don't have Christmas, they try to cancel Thanksgiving. Like, like I don't, you know, personally don't celebrate it. Just, you know, wasn't in, in, in the holiday spirit. But people who haven't been able to be around their family and they're told, oh, you can't fucking go to, you can't celebrate Thanksgiving with, with your with your family. You got to sit alone. Oh, you can get a turkey for yourself. You can get mashed potatoes, which is, you know, very delicious. You know, stuffing. You know, mashed potatoes. I already said that. Um, uh, mac and cheese. You know, put a little bacon on it. Um, all by yourself. And of course, that's unhealthy. Eating that all by yourself. I mean, you got like a few strips and all, all that. Cool. But for people who want to be around their family, want to spend Thanksgiving, want to spend the holidays, just have some time to get away from all this BS and just be around family, people that you care about. Nope. Absolutely not because we don't want grandma to die, even though, again, let's go here. Over a virus with a 99.98% survival rate. Again, and people who, who catch it a lot of times, they're asymptomatic. But at the same time, understand. You don't want to catch it? Fine. Of course, no one wants to catch it. But at the end of the day, you cannot live in fear. You cannot impede on other people's rights just because, oh, I feel unsafe. You know, every day when we're going out, something can happen. We can we can be out waiting for the bus. We can be driving our car. We, we can be going to Starbucks anywhere and something can happen as you never know so because of that we got to stay inside we got cower in fear it's the same logic but again people are so brainwashed and conditioned to believe that basically being prisoners in our own home and depending on the government for money is 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 living is freedom now working you know working you know ha- having a job making money for yourself um, providing for your family, doing what you think is right, li- living life, living how you want to live without hurting others and hurting, without hurting, uh, excuse me, without 
harming, hurting others and yourself. Fine. That's like, I want to leave people alone. I don't bother people. I just want want to be left alone. I want to leave people alone. I want to be around, you know, well-meaning people, like-minded people. I don't want to fight, argue, get into, you know, pointless debates and tell people what to do or wear your mask, put your mask. I don't want to, I'm not, I'm not about that. I'm really not about that. Let's see. Okay, so we're just going to go down a little bit. Let's see how far we are. Okay, not too bad. That I am, by the way, I'm using Adobe Audition to record this podcast, and it's so great. Um, worth the money is a little, again, a little bit on the expensive side, but it's worth it just to have a better uh, recording tool. Like, there's free options there, and, you know, not to plug, you know, but I feel like if you're really down about this, any sort of podcasting, audio recording, you need, you, you need this, you, you need this. So, just my recommendation. But anyways, uh, moving on. Austin Mayor threatens residents with lockdown while vacation in Kabul. In November, uh, Austin Mayor Steve uh, Elder uh, uh, Elder Elder threatens residents with stricter lockdowns while vacationing in resort town of Cabo St. St. Lucius. St. Lucas, excuse me. We need to stay we need to stay home if you can. This is not a time is this is not a time to relax. We're going to be looking really closely. We may have to close things down if we're not careful. Elder warned residents in a Facebook video. Of course oh he was in a Facebook video. On a previous day, uh, Elder organized a 20-person wedding for his daughter at a downtown hotel, violating city recommendations, urging residents not to gather in groups of more than 10 people ahead of the Thanksgiving holiday. Obviously, there are infections that can happen, but I think that we, um, I think that all of us should be minimizing risk as best as we can. Elder told Austin American Statesman, which, uh, which broke the story in December. Elder later apologized for uh, living out a double standard after getting caught calling his trip to Mexico a lapse in judgment. Of course, lapse in judgment. The, the, the thing is with these people, they're going to, they're just going to do what they want. Because again, rules for thee, but not for me. They're going to continue to do that. And then when they get caught, they want to give excuses. They want to bat pot. Oh, it was a lapse in judgment. Oh, it's just, you know, it's, like, come on now. Any one of us who, who, you know, have a wedding or outing, a gathering, more ten people, we get fined. They, some of these fines are ridiculous. And, of course, there's, you know, uh, not only a money aspect but more of a control aspect about this. You get fined. You get threatened with a fine if you don't put on a mask, if you don't, if your business doesn't um, uh, uh, abide by the laws. So, you get, you know, you conform. Oh, I don't want to get fined. It's, it's bullshit. While these politicians, they can go out, do their thing. They're not wearing masks and they're not staying six feet apart. So we, they know something that we don't know. But, you know, moving on. I want you to know that I regret that trouble. 
I, I won't travel now. Elder said, I'm sorry I took that trip. You're not sorry. You're not sorry. These, these, these people are hypocrites. And the same, these people that you voted into office, these people do not give a shit about you. They do not give a fuck about you. They're going to continue to do their thing behind our backs, and they're laughing while we're at home. We're locked down. We can't conduct our businesses. We cannot gather. You know, we cannot socialize with our friends. Everything has to be done via, um, you know, everything has to be done via, you know, Zoom or, or FaceTime or, or you know, just everything digital. But they can go out and get this. There's more. I, I got to have that for my soundboard. California bureaucrat dines at a restaurant hours after voting to ban outdoor dining. So let me, let me get a drink of uh, water here. Okay, much better. Yes, so California bureaucrat, hate bureaucrats, uh, dines at restaurant hours after voting to ban outdoor dining. Los Angeles County Supervisor Sheila, I'm going to pronounce her name, uh, enjoyed a meal at one of her favorite restaurants just hours after voting to ban outdoor dining in L.A. for three weeks, calling it a most dangerous situation. Right. She she loves though Alfred Freno has been saddened to see it. so many restaurants to suffer a decline in revenue. Spokesperson told a local Fox affiliate she was truly sad over one of her favorites of establishment struggle. Then perhaps she shouldn't have voted to kill it along with L.A. County's thirty-one thousand other restaurants. More than a hundred thousand already closed down their doors permanently this year nationwide. A hundred thousand restaurants permanently closed nationwide this year. And she was like, oh, I'm, I'm sad. That, I'm, I'm really sad that my, my favorite restaurant is closed down, but your, you know, your edict is the reason why it's closed. A lot of other restaurants in L.A. County is close. 31,000 to be exact. And here we go. You know, I'm I'm from New York, but I, I know people that live in California. And it's bullshit to, you know, it's bullshit what um, California uh, emperor, <laughs> California's emperor, Gavin Newsom, uh, Floods uh, restrictions to dine and luxury. Um, California Governor Gavin Newsom enjoyed a high-priced dinner at a three-star Michelin restaurant in the heart of Napa Valley wine. Napa Valley is a wine country with a dozen other people. After heading, handing, handing down the rules that prohibit gatherings of more than three households just for four Thanksgiving. Photos of the dinner party show no masks, no distancing, no outdoor dining as Newsom rules required of the populace and then this tweet here from bill M- mcgallan exclusive we attained photos of governor gavin newsom at napa dinner party 
he's in hot water over. The photos call in question how outdoor dining was. A witness took a photo telling us his group was so loud, the sliding doors had to be closed at 10 p.m. 10 p.m. on Fox LA. Uh, Newsom later admitted he he made a mistake and then tightened lockdown. Of course, because he looked like an idiot. He wasn't counting on people finding out. They found out he was caught with his pants down. And then he tightened our restrictions because, you know, of course, he's a beta. And, of course, with betas, they got to just tighten the screws more. Again, rules for thee, but not for me. Okay, while waiting for a plane to take off, Denver mayor demands residents to stay home. Denver, Denver mayor, and I love Colorado. I've been to Colorado before. Beautiful state. Fresh air is in mountain state. When, you know, I, I actually went up to the mountains there, and it was very, very gorgeous. Like the air, like it's a little thin, kind of like the, these people's, you know, brains that are thin, they're kind of light on 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 the, you know, on the cranium capacity. There's not much going on there, but you know. We can handle the the air, the thin air in the mountains. Now, I'd like to go again, but how things are looking now, not so sure. And even if we can, there's always going to be restrictions. But it sucks. Uh, Denver Mayor Michael Hancock boarded a flight to Houston on on the way to visit his daughter in Mississippi while demanding residents to abort travel on the day before Thanksgiving. Uh, He says, abort travel if you can. The mayor tweeted 30 minutes before departure. Let's 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 go to this. There's a uh, let's see. The tweet hasn't been deleted. Oh, of course. Look at this. Um, Michael B. Hancock. Of course, that little Christmas tree. Oh, his little Christmas tree. He's wearing his mask. Of course, he's wearing his mask. Um, pass the potatoes. Not COVID. Stay home as much as you need to, especially if you're sick. Host virtual gatherings instead of in-person dinners. Aboard travel if you can. Order your holiday meals from a local eatery. Shop online with small businesses for Black Friday. Right. And someone says, are you kidding me? We're out here staying home, doing your best for you, and you fly to Houston. Not only is this over-the-top hip- hypocritical, it's plain stupid. Nice job giving... Uh, repubs more ammo, Republicans. And I would like this tweet right there. Gotta like it right there. Of course, and she's right, giving, you know, giving the Republicans more ammo. Like, they're saying, oh, we need to tighten down, lock down everything, but yet, you're flying out to see your daughter, and you're telling everyone else to go, to stay home, to have virtual gatherings to, to you know, order out. Like, it's it's insane. It's insanity for these people. Um, let's see. D.C. Mayor. Um, actually, wait, wait, wait. Uh, prior to take off, Hancock also urged city staff to cancel their trial plans for the holiday. Oh, isn't that nice? That's, that's lovely. As, and uh, quote, as holidays approach, we... All long to be with our families in person. Psych. <laughs> but 
are a continuing rise of cases. I'm urging you to refrain from traveling. This Thanksgiving, Hancock writes in an email to employees. But again, rules for thee, but not for me. DC Mayor Muriel Bowser tightens lockdowns, exempt, exempts herself. DC Mayor Muriel Bowser ordered 14 day quarantines for residents after visiting hotspots, hotspot areas, including Dan, uh, Delaware, excuse me. Days later, the D.C. mayor took a trip to Joe Biden's uh, Wilmington, Wilmington victory rally to celebrate the Democratic win. Bowser explained that her trip was to a political rally was essential travel, therefore not subject to her own rules. Of course, that, that, you ever, I don't know if you guys remember when you guys were children and used to play you know, like tag or hide and seek or like um, any, uh, you know, playground games. And whenever whenever the person that that was the one in charge of the game or they made up the game, they were, they, they got mad when they were losing. So they made up rules as they went. So, oh, well, no, you may have caught me, but it is like a, a cool down. There's like a, there's like a second, like a, 10 second cooldown or 20 second cooldown you can't you can't touch me you can't you know tag me until those 10 or so seconds have elapsed so that's how it is these 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 people out here are making the rules up as they go because again rules for thee not for me they can make the rules change them change them as they go and they are able to just you know Exempt herself. Let's see. Right here. DC Mayor, uh, DC at Mayor Bowser and staff attended Joe Biden's victory speech in Wilmington, uh, Delaware, Saturday, Delaware, on the mayor's list of high risk states, which will require quarantine after returning. Bowser staff says the trip was essential travel, exempt under mayor's. Under mayor's orders, and at NBC Washington, of course, you know we can't travel. We got a quarantine, but of course she can go. So it's just hypocritical. Let's see here, Nancy Pelosi. Uh, ho ho, Nancy Pelosi business shut down hair salon without masks, and there's a video here. Um. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi received a hair treatment at the shutdown salon in San Francisco. Security footage shows Pelosi trotting maskless throughout the salon while the city remained under a mask mandate. Here's a bit of here. Pelosi called, uh, Pelosi later called a hair appointment sharing a setup. Right. Like when, listen, when I had went out and I was on my way to the city and I was waiting for the bus and when the bus came and you know for those who live in New York in New York City you know the MTA they have on the buses they have now they're accepting fares again so they have fare required and then you know on the on the front of the bus on the ticker on the side as well and then it's, it has the fare required um, signage and the a mass required. So when I saw it, I was like, 
shit, like, I don't have a mask on me. Like, I had one, like, in my, I had, like, a, like, a little fanny pack, but I didn't know. It was later when I realized, yeah, I had one. But the one I had had a dustable strap, so it was more comfortable to wear. And since I, you know, have a big beard, um, it makes it uncomfortable. Like, the regular mask is really, very uncomfortable for me to wear. So I have the one with the adjustable straps on. So I, the bus was, like, um, got closer, and I just, I just went, like, I just um, put my finger. I said, no, no, because, of course, I wasn't wearing a mask. So I had to go home. I missed my bus. I got to the city late. But yet, these fucking people, they can strut around, not staying, not staying, staying six feet. They're strutting around, not wearing a mask, not following the protocols that they set. But if we don't wear a mask, we get in trouble. We get fined. We get harassed. We get, you know, put down by the people. But they exempt. It's it's crazy. I take full, I take responsibility for trusting the word of the neighborhood salon I've been to many times. It was a setup. I take responsibility for falling for that setup, Pelosi said. I think that the salon owes me an apology for setting me up. So, of course, she gets caught. She's running around. She's strutting around. Not having a mask on, and then she gets, then she just pulls this card. Oh, I've been set up. They set me up. No, you were, you weren't wearing a mask in the salon. And mind you, the salon was shut down. But it was like, oh well, I I I need to get, I need to get a hair appointment. It's it's crazy. It's it's just crazy. And the next one is gonna really like. Oof. But it's just insane that when people get caught, when these politicians get caught with their pants down, when they get caught not following their own rules, they want to go and blame everyone else except themselves. They want to accuse everyone of setting them up. It's like, you got caught. You weren't wearing your mask. That's on you. Again, because I keep saying it, rules for D, but not for me. The rules apply, don't apply for me, but it applies for everyone else. Let's see, uh, the enraged salon owner who couldn't prevent one of her employees re- uh, renting a chair to provide the services, um, pushback, um, provide the service pushback on the house speaker's accusations. There's no way I could set that up, uh, Erica uh Kilos, Carlos, if I'm pronouncing your name wrong, I'm sorry, on Fox News, Tucker Carlson tonight. I had a camera system on there for five years. I mean, I didn't go in there and turn on the cameras on as soon as she walked in there and, and set her up. It's absolutely false. Of course, like I would assume, hey, these businesses, they have security cameras because you never know that you got to have that layer of security for your business. So if... That's her excuse. Oh, they set me up. They had the they, they set me up. They had the cameras turned on. Like, really, really. Okay, just again, these hypocrites can never admit that they're wrong. They just want to put the blame, you know, put a lie on top of a lie, and the same, the same 
uh, rules that they enforce on us, they don't. It doesn't apply to them. They're above the law. They break the law. Oh, I'm ex- we're exempt, or they get slapped on the wrist. So I guess they don't care about grandma. But if if you know they go out wearing masks, they don't wear a mask. It's okay. But if we do, we get you know we get called a bunch of names. We get fined. We get our business uh, shut down. But it's okay. So this one right here. Let me see. There's another. Oh, no, 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 because I'm from New York, so the, the few, this one kind of upsets me, but the ones down, it's, uh, ooh. okay, Mayor, uh, Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot gets caught again and again. <laughs> In late March, Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot um, admonished um, residents wishing to open up, wishing to open up back hair salons. Getting your roots done is not a central Lightfoot set. Days later, Lightfoot pushed her way into a shutdown salon closed under the state's governor, the state governor's lockdown order for special treatment. When asked about the hypocrisy, an annoyed mayor claimed it was because she she's important. I'm a public face of the city, Lightfoot said. I'm on national media. I'm out in the public eye. Months later, Lightfoot a posted triumphantly celebrating a massless in the streets screaming through a bullhorn uh, to ring in Biden's victory. At Lori Lightfoot, this is a great day for our city and our country. We're taking our democracy back. And she's in a, in a bullhorn. Mind you, mind you, uh, now wearing a mask, and you know these bullhorns, um, they're loud and obnoxious. You know, you spit in them, you yelling, you're, you're you're shouting in them, like that doesn't spur COVID. <laughs> like you, you will think, oh that that oh that doesn't spur COVID. Just her in the in the, micro, in the microphone, uh, shouting in in front of people. No, that's not gonna spur COVID. It's okay. And in close proximity, no one's social distancing. Yeah, people are wearing masks, but everyone's in close proximity. That's not a super spreader, but a Trump rally is. And again, you got to call the hypocrisy out, regardless of if, if you like or hate Trump. You got to call out the hypocrisy. Let's see. And her excuse is I'm not going to play the video. Um, that crowd was got it there, rather I was there or not. Right. Let's see. Another tweet with video. Lightfoot defends celebrating Biden's election day in the streets despite her own rules against mass gatherings. The crowd was there. The, the crowd was got it there, rather I was there or not. And it's this hypocrisy. It was mass gatherings are, are bad. But, and then she says here, stay at home, you know, it says here, stay at home advisory in Chicago, in Chicago as city reaches critical point. But yeah, she's out, she's out and about with a, with a megaphone, maskless, in a huge crowd. And yeah, oh, well, they were there regardless if I was, you know, they were there regardless if I was there or not. It's just this level of hypocrisy 
that I cannot stand about people. About these people, I should say. Um, listen, I'm going to just go through these a little quickly. Philadelphia Mayor shuts down dining, then dines in Maryland. In August, Philadelphia Mayor Jim Kennedy apologized for after being spotted enjoying time at an indoor restaurant in Maryland after banning it in his own city. Uh, I know some are upset that I dined indoors at a restaurant in Maryland yesterday. I felt the risk was low because the county I visited had fewer than 800 COVID-19 cases compared to over 33,000 in Philly, regardless, understand the frustration. Of course, you, again, rules for D, not for me. You, you can dine out. People can't. You know, your, you know, citizens in your city can't, but you can. And here we go. New York nursing home Grim Reaper goes massless in Georgia, ignores post-quarantine trial mandate. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo made famous uh, amid the pandemic for sticking COVID-stricken patients in nursing homes, killing more than 6,400 when went to Georgia in July and was caught interacting with others in close quarters without a mask on. At the time, uh, Georgia was on New York's travel uh, travel advisory list, means that New Yorkers who visited the state were ordered to quarantine for 14 days upon returning. Cuomo refused, however, because guess what? He's essential. And someone tweeted, uh, Janice Dean, Mr. Wear Your Mask, not wearing a mask in Georgia. Of course. And you gotta remember this here, New York nursing home Grim Reaper goes on goes in maskless in Georgia and or ignores post quarantine trial mandate. So remember, Cuomo is the one responsible for sticking COVID ridden patients in nursing homes, killing more than six thousand patients, six thousand people, I should say. But yet, n- nothing. It's okay. We did nothing wrong. It's okay. No worries. No big worries. It's just a bunch of hypocrisy. It's just a bunch of hypocrisy that I, I just cannot stand. And I'm from New York, so I have every right to be pissed. And even if I'm not from LA or Chicago, the fact that a lot of these a lot of these um politicians, a lot of these governors and mayors, they are Democrat and and these cities are locked down tight, tight on a drum. And that's just say something. Let's see, LA Mayor Eric city joins protesters after uh, implementing stay-at-home order. Oh, I remember this. Um, Los Angeles Mayor um, Eric Garcetti joins Black Lives Matter protests in solidarity on, solidarity on June 2nd, one day after issuing a stay-at-home order. I hear you. I hear what you're saying about the police, Gar- um, Garcetti told protesters, according to Fox News. Remember, the virus is woke sensitive yep so if you're part of these groups then covid doesn't apply you know you won't get covid like covid takes it takes a it it takes a back seat um it's like i don't know it's null and void but yeah anyone else oh that's a super spreader event of course he's a cuck because 
he he gave them again rules for thee, not for me. Um, New York, uh, New York, um, New Mexico governor buys jewelry from jewelry shop. She shut down. Oh <laughs> uh, man, oh lordy lord. But we're just, we're gonna get into this. Um, De Blasio. This is the last one because I do want to get into some news, just quick news before I head out. Because I think we've been doing this for an hour. Yeah, an hour and six minutes. So I want to just go quickly through this. Bill de Blasio blows off New York rules, goes to gym. Uh, New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio went to a gym in March as state the state's governor shut down all businesses deemed uh, by Emperor Cuomo as non-essential, including gyms. At the time, the Blasio's city government urged residents to stay at home except for grocery shopping, medical services, and work if required, leaving the house. The mayor wanted to visit a place that keeps him grounded one last time, a spokeswoman told um, News for New York. As governor announced gym closings, restaurants, etc. will close on 8 p.m., Guess who's on Park Slope at the Park Slope wide YMCA? Statement here for New York Mayor Sport Spokeswoman: The MC, uh, the YMCA has been a huge part of his, his and his family's life. It has been like a, is like, it has been for a lot of New Yorkers. It's clear about the change. Let me go to the, the tweet here. Um. It's clear that it's about to change before that the mayor wanted to visit the place that keeps him grounded one last time. That doesn't change the fact that he was working around the clock to ensure the safety of New Yorkers after today. Gyms will close and he will no longer be visiting the YMCA for foreseeable future. So again, it's it's a hypocrisy. The hypocrisy of these people, especially with, with you know, the mayor and the governor of New York. It's just, oh my God, it's just, New York, I feel, has it the worst. And people out here are, like, there's people fleeing these big cities. And ironically, all these big cities are what? Democratically won. And it's a sign. You defund the police. If you lock everything down, on top of it being difficult to have, you know, to run a business, keep it open and then you have all these restrictions all these lockdowns and you you basically tell people you cannot go outside you not, cannot congregate you cannot go to the gym but yet this fool can go to the gym after telling people if it's not essential it's closed down you know it, it's just insane is insanity that we gotta deal with this level of hypocrisy and if they get in trouble they get caught oh oh it's okay you know we'll you know we'll switch them up the rules as we go so that's just that's just my thing with all this let's see some quick news let's just go Let's see here. Two CNBC hosts got into an. Oops, sorry, sorry about that. We're gonna play this on this article. I was gonna play it, but 
um, the video autoplay. Um, CNBC fight on COVID-19 restrictions blows up on air. Let's see. So let's, let's see. So we can play this. <laughs> this tweet when WWE takes over CNBC. Let's see. Let's play it. announcement uh, for the audience the difference wait, between wait, first a big box retailer hold on the difference between <clears throat> the, the difference the difference between a big box retailer hold on the difference between a big box retailer and a restaurant or frankly even a a church are so different it's unbelievable So let me go through the articles. CNN fight over COVID-19 restrictions blows up on air. So two NBC hosts get into an extraordinary early morning fight over COVID-19 restrictions and mask on Friday during a discussion how, over how restaurants are being devastated by the pandemic. Uh, Rick Santelli is a CNBC personality who won fame and attention in 2018 uh, 2000 uh, 2009 excuse me with a rant from the Chicago uh Mel uh, uh Mel Kinselli exchange suggests that AT parties should be started during the recession argued that it will it, that it didn't make sense to shut down restaurants when parking lots at big box retailers were jam packed with cars and people you can't tell me quote you can't tell me shutting down which is these? Which is the easiest answer? Is the only answer? Santelli uh, said when drew an admitted re, uh, rebuke from another C- CNBC personality, Andrew Ross uh, Sorkin, who was also a financial columnist for the New York Times, who I previously had on-air disputes with colleagues over CNBC on CNBC over on the appropriate precautions to take for COVID nineteen. Um, quote. Rick is just a public health, it's just as a public health and public service announcement for the audience. It's the difference between a big box retailer, uh, Sorkin said before, Centelli cut him off. Uh, who is this, Centelli asked. The two were speaking from different settings along, 5C, NBC correspondents and guests. 
someone off someone off screen at a point can be heard saying who else who else which appeared to to Lisa and Telly to nod his head uh Sorkin uh responded by holding his his arm and hand the camera for Centella let him speak. The difference between a big box retailer and a restaurant or frankly even a church are so on it's so different, it's unbelievable. Sorkin said as Centella shook his head up and down and crossed his arms in front of his chest. Um signaling evident frustration with Sorkin. The two began a shout over one uh over one another while Centelli yelling, I disagree, I disagree, I disagree. You can, you can have your thoughts and I can have mine. When Sorkin said you were requested to wear a mask, it's science. Stop right there. You have to wear a mask. You're required to wear a mask. It's science. So this is what I've been saying. You can have Target. You can have Walmart. Uh, all these all these big box retailers. You can, those can be open. The park lot's jammed, filled to the rim. But yet, a restaurant, a church can't be open. You know, the pizzeria can't be open. You know, the coffee shop can't be open. A uh, bookstore, that can't be open. But you can have these big box retailers open up. The er, People packed together. Um, mind you, touching, you know, touching the, you know, the, the shopping carts or the, the trolleys or the, or the carts. But that's fine. That's all gravy. But small establishments that that's that's killing people. That's all. You got signs. It's signs. Like it's bullshit. When well, what people don't understand is that you are basically sentencing these smaller businesses to die. And. People want to talk about, oh, we got the stimulus. I'm going to get back to, to this article. But with these big businesses, these big businesses, I should say, when people are out of work and people need relief, they need aid, they need funding, they need money, what's going to happen? They get it, and then the only places that are open are these are these big box retailers or the little businesses are closed or there are not that many left. So you're going to, you know, you get that stimulus if we ever get one. I don't think so. But even though that's, that's just a pilot for universal basic income, that's basically going to put all that money back into these corporations and these corporations in 2020 they made a killing the stimulus the fact that people were buying from amazon or buying from target walmart um home depot all these big places because those are the only ones that were open and i i i just cannot see in that the financial in the financial aspect People think that's okay. You're just feeding the machine and complain about the machine in the same token. We're trying to say grandma, like if you, you have your hardware store open, if you have your, your small store open, that's killing grandma. But we can have, you can have Target, Walmart, 
all these big stores open. No problem. That's fine. Because there's a bigger agenda going on. Again, rules for D, not for me. So continue on. It's not science, uh, Santelli said with it, with it, his exacerbation. Uh, 500 people in a mall aren't any safer than 150 people in a restaurant that holds 600. I don't believe it. Sorry, I don't believe it. And I live in an area where a lot of restaurants have to have fought back and they don't have any problems and they're open. And <laughs> you don't have to believe it. You're doing a disservice to the viewer. Sorkin replied before Santelli said, you're doing a disservice to the viewer. You are, you are. I'm sorry. I like to keep our viewers as healthy as humanly possible. The idea of packing people in restaurants, Sorkin said before Santelli took over. I think our viewers are smart enough to make to make part of those decisions on their own. And he's right. I feel like people have the common sense. And, and this is the thing. People, these people, these pundits, you know, politicians, mayors, governors in these democratic states and cities, they think that you're a child. Because again, let me go back. Your political leaders hate you and think you're stupid. Right? They think you're stupid. They they hate you. They think less of you. They think you're you're less than dirt. And they treat you like you're garbage. They treat you like you're children. And with this with this guy here, um, it, it, it's just it's crazy. It, it's insane that this guy is saying, "Oh, the." Is, Mask, you got you required to wear a mask. It's science. No, it doesn't matter if these big box stores are open, but these restaurants are are closed, and and the you know the economic impact. Oh, it doesn't matter because again, they're not affected. They're not affected. They're they're not like the working class. They're not they're not like the working people. They're good. We we we're the ones who have to take shit. We have we're the ones who have to deal with with the uh, repercussions. It's crazy. It's insane that we gotta be constantly, you know, treated like children, belittled, and you know, oh, we did we did something bad. We didn't put on the mask or we're on timeout. It's ridiculous. And I'm gonna go to another article. Let's see. Just, um, just a little bit. CDC urges universal indoor mask when not at home. Uh, use when not at home. Uh, Centers for Disease Control and Prevention on Friday recommend the universal use of face masks as a key step to fighting the coronavirus pandemic. Warning, the U.S. has entered a phase of high-level transmission, even though it has a 99.98% survival rate, but, you know, okay. And I'm, I'm going to read a little bit of this. Agency recommended in a report that officials at the state and local level issue policies and directives mandating universal use of face masks indoor non-household settings as one strategy to combat the virus a tactic President Trump and many GOP governors have, have resisted. I feel like with this, with 
coronavirus, COVID-19, novel coronavirus. It's just another political play. You know, regardless, of, you know, people are infected, people are dying. The fact of the matter is that it's used as a political weapon. So let's say all the, the Republicans and listen, the Republicans, they ain't perfect either. They, you know, they're on my shit list too. But I feel like the Democrats are far worse. And just with the the many examples I showed from the Federalists, they have done horribly. And, you know, participating in hypocritical activity, telling us that you cannot, you know, meet with people, you cannot congregate with people, you cannot have your businesses open, you cannot go to the gym, you cannot travel, you cannot see your family for the holidays, and yet they're doing that. They can't get there. You, we can't get our hair done, you know, in some places, but they can. And then bring up excuses when they get caught. And they exempt, they're above the law, they exempt. You know, they make the rules when they're losing, they get caught, oh, we change the rules. So it's it's apparent that, you know, the Democrats, they're full of crap and people who vote them in, you have just as, you know, we have a part of this. And again, not into left, right, because, you know, part of the same bird, but the fact of the matter is these, especially these Democrats, they are not looking good at this this juncture is giving the Republicans more ammo because they're putting out these policies and yet they're the ones who are you know they're going against it and let's see here I guess we can like call it probably call it in a few minutes um and this one, Rand Paul says, and these articles I'm reading from The Hill, so the CNBC fight, um, CDC urges universal indoor masks when not at home, and this one I'm about to read, Fauci says Amer- America, oh no, not this one, sorry, uh, Rand Paul says Fauci owes parents and students an apology over pandemic measures. And remember, uh, Fauci in the beginning said that masks weren't effective. He said that on, on live television. And then he, you know, he backpedaled. He said, oh, they're effective. Even though if you have it, then there's some effectiveness. But even then, if you don't have it, it's kind of pointless to wear a mask. And that's just how it is. But again, you have people saying, "Oh, it's science! It's science! You gotta wear, you gotta wear a mask." Like, really? It's it's ridiculous. I'm gonna read this a bit and then go into closing thoughts and then um, get out of here. Senator Ron Paul scolded Anthony Fauci over a tweet on Sunday, suggesting suggesting the nation's leading infectious diseases expert apologized for his warnings about the dangers of the coronavirus posed to school-aged children. Uh, Dr. Fauci owes at Rand Paul an apology. One of um, Paul's tweets followers said, 
Paul responded, no. He owes he owes one to every single parent and school-aged children in America. I told him multiple times this summer. Fauci and Paul had clashed several times since the pandemic began with the Kentucky Republican accusing Fauci of fear-mongering rhetoric and, and what he has said is incorrect um, praise of so-called lockdown measures implemented to stem, stem the spread of the virus. Dr. Fauci, every day we seem to hear you from, um, seem to hear you from things we can't do. But when you ask, can we go back to school? I don't hear, I don't hear much, um, centilude at all. Maybe it depends. Guess what is rare for kids to transmit this. I don't hear that coming from you. Why here is we can't do this. We can't do that. We can't play baseball. Paul said while demanding schools reopen during a Senate hearing in late June. It's important to realize that society meekly submits to an expert and that expert is wrong. A great deal of harm may occur when we allow one man's policy or one group, a small man and woman to be foolish, to be fostered on an entire nation. Exactly. I agree. Because Fauci has been wrong on many cases. He has been wrong on many cases, and yet people still go to him for advice. Last time I checked, if I got wrong, if I got, if I got things wrong, I got fired after a while. But of course, again, they exempt. Like they can get things wrong, and they still have the position. Politicians fuck up. They get caught um, being hypocritical, and oh, wasn't my fault. So, you know, it is what it is. So he's been fear-mongering, Fauci that is. He's been fear-mongering. He's been saying that this there's going to be millions of, of dead, you know, tens of millions infected, from what I remember. Just basically a lot of people are going to die, that this is going to be terrible. And while people died, and again, no one should have died from this. But, of course, we had people like Cuomo putting COVID patients in nursing homes. And, of course, that killed a lot of people. That was concentrated, the most amount of concentrated deaths here in New York was from those nursing homes. And then there's probably more that we don't know about. This is insane that these people, they can go out here and fear monger. They can, they, they can fear monger. Then proven to be wrong, but then they still have a position. It's insane. And look, I was saying before, kids that are out here not going to school, not being outdoors and, and, and enjoying themselves, being kids and having, you know, extracurricular activities because oh they they can they can spread the, the virus. You know, and, and it's just, whew, it's just so just seeing this play out this year. It's incredible. It's incredible. But at the end of the day, we got to call these people out. Just like people shun others for not wearing a mask, we have to shun these people when they say things wrong you know when they when they do things wrong when they say 
false information. It's like all this talk about fact checking and you know us about fact checking and all like the, the election's been decided, all this stuff. And it's just yeah, call these people out. Like you gotta you gotta be able to tell the truth. You know, they like were you know, we're in a dangerous path that they're gonna use this virus. Like there's a you know term that's been going around. It's called the Great Reset, and people are are waking up to it. The whole Great Reset. They're, they're talking about this, and then yet on the other side of mouth to say, "Oh no, it's it's a conspiracy. It's a conspiracy theory. There's no such thing as a Great Reset. You don't know what you're talking about. It's it's wrong. You know we 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 don't mean it like the way you like." The Great Reset. What what does that mean? It basically means, yeah, like we're gonna reset the economy, and people think, oh, that's great. I have, I'm in debt, so that means that I can, you know, I'll be back at zero. But if you're gonna be reset to zero, then what about the other people that are well off, or, or, you know, they're working class people? What does that mean? They they're gonna they're gonna be reset to zero as well. So that's just something to think about. But, of course, we don't bring that up because, of course, again, rules for thee, not for me. Like, for us, we're going to suffer for, you know, for everything that's going on with the virus, you know, with, you know, the economic consequences. But they're not. People in power, they're, they're good. But we're, we're going to suffer. And they're telling you, no, this doesn't exist. Oh, this isn't true. Just like they're telling us this virus is deadly, we need to shut down, you need to close your your business, you can't travel, you can't, you know, see your family for the holidays, but they can. It's just that. It's just hypocritical. All this is just an example of people showing their asses, you know, just showing the hypocrisy, and yet we're worried about the fucking semantics we're about oh I don't like the way he he said it. It's not it's not what he said. It's just the way he said it. I don't like this. It's triggering me. It's like shut up. As they say, truth. You know the facts. Don't care about your feelings, and people are too in their feelings with with this whole mass cult. All this is a cult. Everyone's is, is so into this cult of. And romanticizing just being slaves, just being uh, just, just being drones, just being puppets, just being slaves, and 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 this cult of you gotta wear your mask. The science, the science, the science. Like we hear that all the time about the science. And a lot of times, science isn't conclusive. There's so many things that we don't that we don't understand. But yet, oh, it's in, like, this is the facts, that's it, nothing, this is it, nothing else, there's nothing else to know about this, all we can do is lock down, and that means a lot of people have to suffer, and you don't think about the people that will die due to starvation and depression and all that, people don't think about that, we're worried about the virus, but what about people who can't get medical treatment those who are out of work can't 
pay for you know they can't you know they can't keep the lights on because in january once january hits that's it whoever is on that foreclosure whoever own you know owes rent they, they gotta pay up you know people that are dealing with anxiety and depression people who, who can't who are having trouble you know with food and things like that it, it's things we don't think about and also the third world you know if the third world um dies and we we go along with it and people don't don't think about that like it's so it's so many moving parts but of course we're told that we got to do this because it's for the benefit of of the planet benefit for the country so we're getting told that in order well the only way to get things back to normal which they're not going to get things back to normal by just destroying people's livelihoods and businesses and, and getting people out of work. You know, it, 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 again, it's there. You know, the everything that's been going on is, is right there. It's just it's got to be able to see, got to be aware. But on that note, I just hope that people just are aware of what's going on because we never know what's going to happen. These, you know, Come in the new year, it's you know, 2021 is so close, and we need to be prepared. Like, you know, maybe nothing bad will happen, but you can't be sure. And there's just people who just, you know, just go idly by. So, you just gotta be aware, be prepared, live your life, you know. Don't be living in fear because it's just easy to live in fear with everything that's going on. And it's just easy to get caught up in the romanization of, of fear and, and and just this cult this this cult like behavior from people. Not and especially with the, the Trump um what's that word? Um um, just delirious. These people who hate Trump so bad, and yet, yet other things going on in the world, and people are concerned about you know what he said, what he did, what he didn't do, and yet their freedoms are being eroded, and they're worried about Trump. They're worried about all this other stuff. Like, when are we gonna? You know, when are we gonna wake up? But I don't know. I just hope that people are have the foresight to be aware and, and I hope that things get better. I, I hope that things get back to normal. You know, I want to be wrong about this, but it's just there. You know, I'm not, I'm not making this up. I'm not going out here and just saying this, just pulling this out of my ass. Just like these politicians, they get caught and they get, they pull an excuse out of their ass. You know, this is the stuff that I see and stuff that's being reported on from you know unbiased news sources because cnn eh. you know fox news they were okay but they 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 flipped so eh, is what it is but yeah i just hope you guys um stay safe and i hope you guys enjoyed this you made it all the way to the end i appreciate you you're amazing you're beautiful sexy creatures and i do hope things got better and we can start just rebuilding back in 2021 as we said you know 2020 is going to be our year but no no wasn't 
it wasn't any money, anyone's year. So hopefully we can start fresh in 2021. Hopefully there isn't any BS or shenanigans, but you never know. But all we can do is just live our life, be aware of things, um, don't take life so seriously, but at the same time just be prepared and aware of what's going on. And just do your thing. You know, don't don't live in fear. Don't don't stay stuck. Because when you you're in fear, you stay stuck. So never that. You know, enjoy life. And yeah, but thank you for listening. You made it all the way to the end. I appreciate you guys. Um, again, check me out at roomprimetv.com. Um, check my podcast out on there. You can you can check out all the the media plays I have for different uh, podcasting platforms. I'm on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, iHeartRadio. I'm on everything. So if you, you know, pick your poison, like I said earlier, pick your poison. So I wanted to go less than an hour, but of course I went over an hour and 30. So that's just how it is sometimes. But um, it's good if you're on your way commuting to work or from work or you're on your break, you can listen to this for a bit, come back. That's what, you know, I prefer that. Have people, you know, have something for people to listen to, you know? And, yeah, like, again, I'm on on everything. Check me out on Twitter, at Room, room, God, I can't talk right now. I'm on Twitter, at Room Prime underscore three. That's the new Twitter handle right there. And yeah, website again, roomprimetv.com. You know, my Twitter, roomprime underscore three. I'm on Twitch as well. Check out my Twitch, twitch.tv slash roomprime three. There's a lot of threes here. It's, it's kind of the theme, but you know, whatever. But yeah, check me out there. Check me out on Twitter and the website. And yeah, it's been fun. I've been Room Prime. I'm going to get the hell up out of here. Get this edited, recorded. Get this recording edited it down for you guys. So, yeah. Enough rambling because I'm, like, delirious. I'm starving. <laughs> I'm starving. But, yeah, guys, enjoy your rest of your weekend. And I'll see you next week. So, I've been Room Prime. And peace out.